best interviews, music, and more. From the Radio Mystic Music Escapes.radiomystic.com And now, Escapes. Escapes episode 43. We are back, baby. <laughs> wow. Thanks for the enthusiasm. That's uh, something I've missed deeply. Anyway, it's our first episode in almost a year. Because I've been hard at work on our music podcasts. You may know them as the X3 Ambient Music Show and our Atmosphere's New Age podcast, which are both doing extremely well, I'm happy to report. Tens of thousands of subscribers and growing every minute. If you haven't checked them out yet, be sure to do so. Uh, it's a great way to discover new music from our insanely talented musicians here at Radio Mystic. Now, since this is the premiere of a new season on Escapes, I've put together a big whopper for you today, folks. Two-parter guaranteed to satisfy even the most ravenous music appetite. I've asked several musicians to join me on the show for a quick interview so they can update us on their latest work. Eight interviews, each running about five to six minutes long. And that's all here in part one of the show. In part two, you get to listen to music from each of today's guest artists, including a few fresh new tracks from new or as yet unreleased albums. Huh? I know, right? So why am I still blabbering? You say you want to get right to the show. Okay then. But first, a short bit of long overdue music news to get us started. In the music, big news for Lorena McKennett fans. Brand new album due out in just weeks. It's called The Wind That Shakes the Barley. Traditional Celtic songs recorded this past summer up in the historic 1832 Sharon Temple north of Toronto. Watch for the release in the U.S. November 16th. Grab all the details on Lorena's site, quinlanroad.com. You know, in fact, there's lots of new album activity going on out there. Just let me quickly mention a few because we've got a lot of interviews to get to today. Diane Arkenstone just wrapped up mastering on her new release and begins production on two music videos. Neopacifica.com is her home on the web. You can also find her on Facebook. New material from Bluestone in the works. We'll be talking with the band real soon on an upcoming Escapes episode. And Corey Carruthers, Jeff Oster, Soulwire's Ken Hill, and Sibbo among the musicians who've mentioned or sent along some new tracks for upcoming releases. Plus more new album announcements from Heath Vercher, Alu, Priscilla Hernandez, Jace Vec, plus an Escapes exclusive announcement from Jillian Aversa, formerly Jillian Golden, regarding the name of her new release. And that's all coming up right now. So, my coffee pot's hot and ready. <laughs> There's a joke in there somewhere. I don't have the time to touch it, though. All right, let's get this party started. All right, we're on Skype with Corey Carruthers. What's up, Corey? Hey, just hanging out in the dark. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. See, I can see video here, folks, and Corey is sitting in the dark. I asked her if she was being romantic or anything, but there's no candles. No, no candles. So, I don't, none. Right. I was going to turn my lights <laughs> off, too, to make you feel good, but... <laughs> so what's hot, hip, and happening in the Corey land these days? I've been working on uh, outlining a new album. Cool. And working on writing and i'm actually collaborating with uh jeff metling from elu shocker okay yeah and can you talk a little bit about is it like new age electronic pop uh, can you give us any details no nope, not yet none at all well it's it's gonna be on the album let's put it that way so you know that the album's gonna be very varied i'm gonna have to tell up jeff and uh, take him to lunch and see if i can wring it out of him <laughs> good luck with that jeff tell me <laughs> i will no longer play your music <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, we we got talking through Facebook and I really, you know, he was telling me that he wanted to do something with his you know, music. He hadn't been performing and right. but he's just been dealing with film stuff. So I said, hey, you know, it'd be really cool is if we um, collaborated and, or, you know, did some kind of music thing together. And he's like, really cool. So I sent him a song called Phantom Dream and we'll see what that's going to do. That sounds cool. What else is going on? Anything? How's the family doing? Oh, the family's great we're back in school which helps me a lot so that i can work and in the dark in the dark that's what i do <laughs> it's what i do uh, <laughs> although i don't make funny um voiceovers like you do what do you mean funny voiceovers uh, i'm just you know <laughs> what's so funny about it i'm serious i love them well thank you darling 
And uh, so you, now you said, you told me you're working on the new album. You are, are you writing, composing yet or what's going on? Um, I've written several pieces and I've recorded a couple already. And so I think, have I sent any previews to you at all? <coughs> no, <laughs> you haven't. No previews and no beans. <laughs> oh dear. I think we'll have to remedy that situation. Getting a little dry in my part of the world these days. Uh, well, we're going to have to send you something from Pete's Coffee. <laughs> there you go. So now are you planning on, uh, once you've got the songs ready to go, are you planning on going back up to Will Ackerman's studio for this next one as well? I'm thinking about it. It's, it's, I think I'm going to have to get this one funded. Mm-hmm. So okay. we'll, we'll see how that, that goes. Well, I see a big PayPal donate button in your future. <laughs> <laughs> or or what is that website it's called um i can't remember right now my brain's fried <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i know what you're talking about those like a big website where you can set up a donation thing right yeah yeah that's cool yeah it's kind of a fun thing i've seen a couple of people doing that so I've, i figured you know let's give that a shot well it sounds like you're keeping busy these days yeah yeah i just came out of a big concert in dana point and that was a lot of fun the schmooze the schmooze <laughs> <laughs> i was with uh dj thornton down there yeah yeah and uh that was a big old crew cruise ship deal right so it was like food and music and fun all wrapped up in one well actually there's two things you go on the cruise on the boat which i didn't do this year because i you have to run like you got 30 minutes to get dressed (laughs) makeup and everything after being windblown so i wasn't doing that this year so i opted out and decided that i wanted to look pretty and fluffy (laughs) special there so um but the concert was really really amazing it was very magical that is cool i heard it went really well who else was there with you scott august jeff oster dove me john luttrell it's a nice lineup yeah and then we had robert murray on bass he's oh he's so good and Russ Sadat on drums. Did you guys film any video or anything? Yeah, so we're, we're waiting for the video. And we're waiting for pictures, too. So DVD sales. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. But it's from what I hear, the audience absolutely loved it. I mean, because we were so varied. We, we even did a, a reggae jam. At, <laughs> That's cool. Uh, and Jeff was, was doing scat. So it was really fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So Well, thanks a lot, Corey, for being here and taking the time to do this today. All right, you're welcome. And uh, next time, I'll make sure to turn off my lights and be ready for you. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, better stop this now. You are hysterical. Check out Corey Carruthers online at CoreyTunes.com. Hey gang, we're on the phone with master composer and pianist, an all-around nice guy, David Lons. David, how you doing today, man? Hey Pete, thanks for the intro. I'm doing great, man. How you doing? Very well, thank you. Great to hear your voice again, man. What's new in your world? Oh, I've been on a, a, a Beatle odyssey. <laughs> it started actually about a year and a half, two years ago, when Gary Strauss enrolled me in, in a record called Within You, Without You, and I helped him put an arrangement of George Harrison's classic song together. And uh, I had so much fun doing that. I, I kind of, uh, I started off on my own odyssey and started to uh, relive and re-listen to uh, just about every Beatle recording I could get my hands on. Well, that's always a pleasure, though. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I, I got to say, it was kind of selfish. I felt selfish. I was just having a good time, just, you know, working with the music. And and I finally got into some arranging, and, and then I... When it was all said and done, I kind of felt like I had been collaborating with uh, John and Paul on uh, their music. I took quite a few liberties uh, with the music and did a, what they call interpolations. Some people might look at it as a medley. Right. And I got I actually got into trouble <laughs> with the publishers because I, I found out after the fact that you really are not allowed to do those things without special clearances. So it took me quite a while to actually get the album released. But when all was said and done, I was able and lucky enough to get their attention. And uh, it had to go right to the top guy, and he had to listen to the recording, and they really liked it. So uh, now I'm here talking with you because Liverpool Reimagining the Beatles is officially released. <laughs> <laughs> now, when was the official release date of that, by the way? Well, it keeps changing. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, I put it out really quickly right at the last holiday season, last December, right, and did some performances with my... Uh, 
with the same group of musicians I had recorded with. Then this whole issue of the clearances came up, so I had to kind of make the record disappear for a while. But I guess it would be safe to say that it finally came out this summer. Yeah, we're getting a great response on the CD. I loved listening to it myself. Well, thanks, Pete. That's great. I I certainly put, you know, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, so to speak, into the making of it. And now that the record industry has, you know, changed so drastically, this, most artists seem to have uh, little or no support, you know, from the old uh, infrastructure, the labels and such. So I've been uh, pretty much wearing all the different particular hats I have to wear to, uh, you know, not only produce the record and all of what goes into that side of it, but the, uh, you know, the marketing and, and just trying to get the word out. So I appreciate the chat today because this is... Uh, be great get this in front of all your great listeners oh absolutely and then i'm out now uh, we've been touring with i created uh out of the recording we recorded this group the liverpool trio kind of was born the musical essence of the record was myself and then collaborating with uh, gary strauss on uh, shaw flutes and then our great uh, friend and cellist walter gray who's an excellent musician. Walter was one of the uh, founders of the Chrono String Quartet. Wow. And uh, for the last 30 years, he's just been uh, hanging out with the Seattle Symphony doing, you know, playing legitimate music. But he loves going out with Gary and I. And we just got back from uh, South Korea. We did a nice tour there and uh, got a great response uh, on the music. And uh, the three of us have a nice, uh, real nice blend between the three of us personally and, and musically. So it's it's been a lot of fun, uh, you know, getting out and, and doing some performances. That's not the first time you've been to South Korea, right? I think I recall you being there at least a couple times before. Yeah, I think this is probably at least my 10th trip, okay. maybe more. <laughs> okay. I, I started going there back in the late, late 1980s and, um, you know, back when Nirada Records was putting out our music. Right. You know, we sold a ton of records out in Korea. So it was real interesting, Pete, when I, you know, I, Many of the shows I play in the U.S., I see a lot of the tried-and-true fans who've been listening to music for a couple decades. But um, in Korea, at least in Seoul, it's not as typical for, let's just say, people our age <laughs> to go to concerts. <laughs> so the, the average age, I would say, was probably, you know, mid-20s to mid-30s, the people that came to the, to the shows. That is amazing. Yeah. And I guess what I kind of discerned from that was that a lot of these uh, younger people had uh, grown up with some of the Narada releases. Mine was very popular in Korea. So a lot of them were kind of, uh, they were not only nostalgic because, you know, the Beatles are still very much, you know, a popular force in, in pop music. And, right. But uh, they had grown up with my music. So it was really interesting to meet all these uh, younger folks at the shows. It, it was great. Now, also, I wanted to bring up on your website, there's a short little video, kind of like a behind the scenes uh, during the making of the album. It's a great view into what went on when you guys were recording and stuff. And I, th I was wondering if there was a longer video that goes with that. Yeah, that's just a little teaser. What We actually filmed the recording sessions um, and we're just about ready. I'm going through some more licensing formalities now with Sony ATV on uh, releasing a DVD, but I've got a good hour DVD that has uh, three really nice music videos. Um, it has that snippet you talked about. Then there's a longer version of the making of kind of a day in the life in the studio. Right. And then also Gary and I and, and uh, Carol May, who does all my uh, website stuff and is a great photographer, we made a pilgrimage to Liverpool, which was, I got to tell you, was just one of the greatest trips I've ever taken. Oh, I can imagine. And in the process, not only did we have a wonderful time in Liverpool, but if you notice, there's one little snippet on the CD called Tea Time for Rita. Right. And there's an Englishman doing a little voiceover. And that's Richard Olivier, who's a good friend of mine. And his, he's got some famous parents. His father, Sir Lawrence Olivier. And oh, okay. Joan Plowright is his mom. And Richard and I became friends because he was a, has done a, quite a bit of directing and had used some of my music in the past. So I took the opportunity when we were in London, sat down with Richard and did a real interesting interview with him. And he revealed a few interesting things about the Beatles and his father. And so that's a part of the Liverpool DVD. So we're hoping to have that out here in the next uh, few months. Well, David, you've got an incredible album here. And I know our listeners are going to be so excited to see this DVD coming out. And aside from that, it looks like uh, from your website, you've got upcoming concert dates that you're touring at from, from what I can see it starts in washington right yeah i've taken this you know actually i've got quite a few little uh smaller uh kind of private events i have i do quite a bit of workshops and things with piano students but then starting again in november there's uh, a number of holiday shows planned and and then the trio is gonna we're gonna end the year with three nights at uh, the very prestigious jazz alley it's a, a really lovely uh, nightclub that 
presents, you know, world-class music. So we're real happy. We This will be our second year of, of performing there during the uh, winter solstice time frame. So. Oh, nice. I'm also in the process of getting started on a, maybe more of an EP. We've I've taken a few more of my Beatles favorites, and uh, we're arranging these pretty much just for the trio itself. So we're going to be uh, debuting some of these newer arrangements. So, you know... I'm still on a Beetle Jag, but it, I've just got to get it out of my system, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Follow the muse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, David, thanks so much for taking the time to do this. I want to remind people of your website. It's davidlons.com. It's L-A-N-Z. You can buy the CDs, check out a lot more information about David and what he's doing these days. And uh, you're also on, do you have a fan page on Facebook? Yeah, I've got, I think there's about four different sorted pages on Facebook. One of them is, uh, I think it's called The David Lons, and that's the site I try to get folks to go to, because I'm trying to be in the process of consolidating some of these pages, because it gets to be quite a bit <laughs> after a while. So. Believe me, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> well, David, listen, thanks again for taking the time to speak with me today. It's been great talking with you again, and uh, hope you have a great fall, and we'll have you back on the show for a longer interview at some point in the future, okay? Thank you so much, man. Continue success, and let's talk soon. Next up on the show today, composer Tim McGowan. Hi, Pete. It's good to be back. How are you? Good, good. I just enjoyed my summer. Played with the uh, McGrillmaster 10,000, so I'm very happy. So yours is still working okay, then? It's still working. You know, cranked out some great, great burgers this summer. How about yours? Well, uh, mine kind of blew up. Oh, that sucks. What happened? Well, that's what happens when it goes up to number 11. It's going to burn out a lot quicker than usual. Well, see, I like to play it safe. I keep mine at 9 or 10, so, you know. I like, I like to go full out, you know, but it was just too much for it. It uh, cooked its last steak. <laughs> Tell me, why is it Why is it when you're cooking out? Why, is, why does the gas run out when you're halfway through cooking something? <laughs> <laughs> they plan it that way, man. Yeah. Just to get to us. Your new album is Terra Nostra. How's it doing, man? Yeah, it's doing well. Sales are good? Yep, absolutely. Uh, got a lot of feedback from it as well. It's kind of different from the from the last one. The last one being, was it print, uh, what was the last phenomena? It was darker than, than what I normally do. This is... Terra Nostra is more on the light side. Very nice. Now, you did the artwork for this one as well, didn't you? Once again, yes. Yes, the incredible artistic Tim McGowan. I put my uh, graphic design training to good use every now and again. Every couple of years when I put out a CD anyway. <laughs> so what have you been up to uh, aside from, uh, you know, the new album release and stuff? You working on any new tracks or uh, doing anything fun and exciting? Actually, I am. I've got, um, I've pretty much got the next CD already written bar a couple of tunes wow cool so i've been busy with that as well i was actually kind of writing the two of them you know side by side right uh, the terra nostra the one that i just released and this new one that probably will be out i would say maybe later this year beginning of next year by the time i get the next two the last two tracks written and recorded and then i've got to go through you've got to go through all the legal procedure of the copyright and everything right uh, for that so by the time that's all done, it'll probably be the end of this year, maybe the beginning of next year. What kind of um, music uh, are you going to have on the next one? Are you going to stick with the Terra Nostra theme, or no? I'm gonna I'm gonna go back slightly. The, the subject matter, without really giving it away, of what it's going to be about, it's um, a little more darker, like Phenomena was. Okay. People seem to seem to have liked the Phenomena because it was a, it was darker than than normal, though it was still still very melodic right and the next one is going to be something along that line but a different subject matter well that sounds good man you know i'm kind of a dark brooding person myself so i really loved phenomena and uh, but terra nostra is awesome too and it because i like it because it's romantic and you know me yeah you know with the problems i had with axe you know the body stuff yeah I yeah I think what I'm gonna do. It's not working out for you, is it? It's just not, you know. I mean, I went and got a haircut the other day. I had a really hot, you know, hairstylist, and I put some axe on. Nothing. That's your problem. It's the, it's the haircut. You need to grow your hair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I need hair to my shoulders. Yeah, you need long hair. That's what will do it for you. That's what'll do. Well, plus, Forget the axe. The axe. The axe sucks. <laughs> grow, grow, grow your hair and get some good hair products. Maybe I'll just grow my hair and play Terra Nostra when next time I go get my hair cut, and then. Uh, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it doesn't work for me, but you might, might as well try it and see how it goes for you. 
Tim, thanks for uh, checking us out and uh, you know updating us on what's going on with you. And I'd love to get you back on the show for a longer interview once uh, we get closer to your album release. Will that be cool? Oh, sure, absolutely. You know me, I can uh, I can talk until the cows come home, <laughs> and then I'll probably kick them on the new grill. <laughs> I definitely want to do it too before you know the new year, so we don't have to mess with all the haggis stuff and everything. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you need you need to come over to my place this, this new year for the haggis. So <laughs> you got to wear your kilt. Where am I going to buy a kilt? Oh, you'll get them all, get them on the internet. I don't think people want to see me in a kilt. You never know; that might work for you too. The long hair and the kilt. You never know. Well, you know, I mean, yeah, I usually go commando, so I don't know if the kilt thing would really. Oh, too much information. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Too much information. But same. That, if you're going to be a true Scotsman, you got to go commando underneath the kill. Well, okay then. <laughs> That's TMI for me. Keeps you nice and cool in the summer in Florida anyway. And it frees your <laughs> off in the winter, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Tim McGowan, ladies and gentlemen. The website is mcmusicinternational.com. Be sure to check out Tim's latest CD, Terra Nostra, and look forward to a new one from you. Tim, thanks for being here, man. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Pete. Tim, that was great, man. I think I'm going to uh, have to mark the episode explicit, though. <laughs> hey, you're the one that mentioned I didn't even go there. <laughs> you're on your ninth pot of coffee or something, yeah. blindly into and you will wind up lost inside. Online now with vocalist and composer Jillian Aversa. How's it going, Jill? Good. How are you? I'm I'm so happy to hear your voice again because it's just been so long. I know. It feels like forever. <laughs> <laughs> now, folks, Jill is formerly Jillian Golden. You've heard her on our station and our podcasts in the past, and uh, you've changed your name to Aversa. How's married life, by the way? Oh, it's amazing. I got married last summer, so it's been just over a year now. Um, with my husband, Andrew Aversa, also known as Zircon. That's right. You guys should check out his music. He does electronic music, and um, he collaborates a lot with me on on my New Age stuff, so you've heard him in a way before. (laughs) Amazing producer as well, and uh, yeah, we're playing some tracks from Anti-Gravity from Zircon, so uh, you guys, just two creative people joined together has got to be a massive explosion. Yeah. (laughs) We'll have musical kids, that's for sure. Hey, a quick question before we get into the music stuff, though. Did you have any issues with your fans when you had your name and your web address changed? Well, um, the web address change was not so bad, actually, because um, I kept my old domain name, um, JillianGolden.com, but I just had it redirect to Jillian Aversa. But it has been a little bit complicated. Just, you know, um, I think still a lot of people... Um, are, are hearing me on radio stations as Jillian Golden, and so they don't know yet. And when they, you know, type in a search, sometimes I'm worried that they might not be able to find me easily. But right. um, I'm just doing the best I can to um, to get the new name out there. And you know, all future releases will be as Jillian Aversa, so that should help. <laughs> so those of us who have your early albums as Jillian Golden, these are now collectors' items, correct? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and they really are because, in fact, um, I, I reprinted both Origins and through sand and snow um as jillian aversa so those original ones are like really limited edition now <laughs> nice oh i'm gonna be rich <laughs> all right so tell us what's been going on with you lately what's what you've been doing well i've been uh for the past year i've been working on a new album called atlantis awakening and you're actually the first person i've told uh the title to so you get an exclusive preview right see this is me doing the happy dance <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Yay. <laughs> awesome. So this is Atlantis Awakening, and uh, give us a little more details on that. Sure. Um, well, I'm hoping to release it in early 2011, so probably January or February. Um, and it's basically inspired by the legend of Atlantis, um, but it's not literally about Atlantis. It's more about exploring the tale and um, you know, a person sort of relating it to their own personal journey in life. Very cool. Yeah, it should be fun. Using Atlantis as inspiration for a personal journey. I like that. I'm all about the journeys. I mean, this is the third album I'm doing that's like a journey. I guess I'm just a journey person. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're all on a journey, damn it. We, you know. <laughs> well, that's cool. So uh, coming out early next year, looking forward to that. Uh, what about you now? You had a Christmas, uh, a mini Christmas album. Yeah, an EP. Uh, you ever plan on doing a longer one? Um. Well, I probably will in the future, um, you know, because I I love Christmas carols. I I think that they're just, um, you know, some of the most beautiful and iconic music um, has just survived over the years through 
folk music like that. And um, so I, I really do hope to do more of that, but I'll probably give it a few more years before I sort of add to that collection and just, you know, let it simmer for a bit first, I guess. Well, gosh, I'm really excited that you uh, gave us the exclusive news on your new album there. That's awesome. Yay! <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> Anything else you've been into uh, aside from music that you want to share? Um, well, I mean, pretty much my whole life is music. <laughs> but um, <laughs> aside from New Age music, I've also been sort of breaking into the video game music scene. Um, I've been singing on some game soundtracks, and I'm really enjoying that as well. David Arkenstone, he kind of does game stuff, too. So I guess there's a bit of a crossover there. World of Warcraft, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Oh, gosh. Are you addicted? <sighs> I'm getting there. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that is probably the most <laughs> addicting game there is today. But yeah, I, I've sung on the soundtrack for Civilization Four: Beyond the Sword, and um, a new one coming out this fall, actually, I think November 2nd, is um, God of War, Ghost of Sparta. It's the next God of War game, and that's a pretty big series, so I'm really excited about that. Nice. And do you get this through personal contacts with these game designers, or do they look you up on services and stuff? Um, well, I've, I've done it mostly through personal contacts. Um, I went to the Game Developers Conference last year in March, or I guess it was technically this year. It feels like a whole year ago. Um, but, you know, you do a lot of networking there, and I um, got to meet a lot of great people, so things are just sort of snowballing from there. That is so awesome. And I've always thought you've had such a beautiful voice, and it continues to get even better and better. And uh, Aw, thank you. You know, I'm waiting to hear you in a Disney film soon. Oh, gosh, that would be my dream come true. But, I, you know, they don't really do the musicals anymore, which is sad. I know. that was like, I grew up, you know, totally knowing all the words to every Disney soundtrack. <laughs> so Yeah, my daughter does now, too. Yay! <laughs> I'll sing with her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for uh, checking in with us and giving us the latest on uh, all the stuff that's going on with you. And I would love to have you back on the show closer to your album release and we can talk a lot more about it. Yeah, definitely. I would love to do that, too. Thank you so much for having me. Folks, her uh, website is jillianaversa.com. That's A-V-E-R-S-A.com. Be sure to check it out and buy her two previous albums before you get hit with the new Atlantis album coming up early 2011. <laughs> Thanks again, Jill. Thank you. Whew, okay, the show's moving along pretty well, I guess. <laughs> Oop, hold on a second here. Somebody's ringing in. Oh, it's my daughter. Hello? Hey, Dad. Hey, how's it going, kiddo? Good. What you doing? Uh, well, I'm doing a show here, talking with a bunch of musicians. Ooh, are you talking to Selena Gomez? Uh, no, Selena Gomez isn't on the show today. What about Shakira? Oh, no, honey. Remember, Shakira won't talk to me anymore after that underwear thing that happened? <laughs> you said underwear. <laughs> You're so funny. Listen, I gotta get back to the show here, but I'll see you a little bit later, all right? Okay, Dad. Love ya. I love you like a hog love slop, kiddo. You love me like a pig? I was just kidding. Whatever, Dad. Catch you later. Sicka, sicka, boom, boom. Hee, hee, hee. Ah, she's the best. All right, let's move on. Next interview here. All right, looks like old Heath Vircher is popped up on Skype here. So we'll uh, connect with him in a second. Hello? For some reason, I cannot hear you. Just a moment, he says, in the little chat window. I shall take another sip of coffee. Ah. Just enjoyed it with a nice sandwich. An afternoon delight sandwich. That sounds kind of weird, actually. Whoop. Um, I'm hearing something now. Eat. There you are. Eat. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Uh, we're we're talking for the first time in months. <laughs> it's been quite a while, man. So how you been? Oh my goodness, busy. You know what? That is not even a good description of of what I've been doing. Where should I begin? Is is this official? Or are we just talking off the record here? Well, if you want to go off the record, we'll go off the record. Give me the scoop. Otherwise, we're rolling, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's do it. So what have I been up to? We've moved to Port Arthur, Texas. We did that over a month ago. I'm teaching music theory and piano at Lamar State College, Port Arthur. I'm a music minister slash director for FUMC in Nederland, First United Methodist Church. I'm releasing a new album. I have a son on the way. <laughs> What is Heath Vircher not up to? 
Holy cow, man. Yeah, thanks for sending over Whimsy, by the way. You are welcome, sir. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Didn't say I enjoyed it, but I did say thanks for sending it over. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it rocks. We are rotating a couple of tracks on Radio Mystic. One of my favorites, uh, by the way, I've got to say is After the Rain. I enjoy that one. Yeah, man, that one, uh, I'm kind of surprised. People have really picked up on that one. I I thought the personal favorite would be Tay Deseo myself. That's my favorite. But yeah, well, the whole album is, is great. But uh, yeah, that that track stood out to me actually. So cool. So tell me a little bit about Whimsy. I mean, where did the idea come from? Obviously, you're returning kind of to your roots here. That's true because I think the the first CD I ever gave you guys was Patchwork, so it was, p- it was solo piano. That's right. So in that essence, yeah, um, totally returning to my roots um, and doing a mostly solo piano album. It's not as upbeat in places as Patchwork was, but then again, I wasn't trying to do that. So I got this idea when I was driving down the highway one day. Uh, I wanted to do some fun, I guess mellow, but fun piano music. And, um, you know, new age piano is always so serious, but I, I kind of wanted to turn that on its head. I got this idea of this pianist, you know, you, all you can see is this pianist's feet and maybe maybe their coattails. They're sitting at a piano. Maybe you think they're at a, some fancy recital, but you can see the, the pants leg on, on one of the pianist's shoes is pulled up and the pianist is wearing a, a, a fuzzy rainbow colored sock. That was the image I had in my head for the music that I wanted to to have on Whimsy. Fun and lyrical and relaxing, but you know, music doesn't have to be serious to be good. And definitely, you know, with, with, with the connotations of contemporary instrumental and or new age surrounding our music, I, I wanted to write some music that was fun in some regard, but but still held some of the same instrumental qualities you find in, in, in the type of music that we promote and that we make. Uh, the artists in our genre, as varied as it is. Do you understand a word I'm saying? I, I'm rambling. I actually do. I, I've had my coffee today, so I, I'm fully comprehending you. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> what I enjoy too is, I mean, this this cover is just, uh, it fits perfectly. I'm going to tell you a secret about the cover, and that was actually a, just a, a mock cover that we did. It's in, in place of the actual cover. Tanya is supposed to be taking the photo session with me sometime, hopefully later this week. So the fuzzy rainbow colored sock cover is coming. So the one with uh, Heath Vircher at the piano in what looks like a dress? <laughs> uh, will not be the official one. <laughs> yeah, that that's not me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll have two official ones. You know, the, the, there's this whole concept of of, of bundling and, and repackaging, uh, you know, music and all that good stuff. Um, I don't even know where the music industry is going anymore, Pete. None of us do. I'm just trying to release some good music, man. That's all you can do, right? Just be true to yourself and, and do what you're passionate about and what you're best at. Yeah. Hey, so I got to tell you, though, this little baby boy between you and Tanya is coming into such a creative family. Boy, he's 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 so lucky. Well, I hope so. You uh, Are you ready for this? Oh, man, I... Uh I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I want to think I am, but whew, some days I don't. I don't know. You get used to it, man. After the first few weeks, maybe a month or so, you'll be on a roll, and and you know you'll know you can grab your sleep a few minutes here, a few minutes there. I got lucky because uh, my daughter was sleeping through the night at about nine weeks, so it only took a couple of months before. Oh wow, that would be great. I was able to sleep again. <laughs> That would be awesome. But congratulations on the baby and the new album. Thanks. When you get a chance, we'll sit down for a much longer period and actually go into detail on uh, Whimsy and um, have you back on the show and feature a bunch of tracks. Will do, buddy. And good talking to you. And just uh, let me know when you're ready to do your thing. With Jeff Metling of ALU. Welcome back to the show, Jeff. Thanks, Pete. We haven't talked since uh, about a year and a half ago when Beautiful Things came out. How's things been going? Uh, things have been going uh, pretty good. Yeah. Been busy doing a lot of stuff, trying to write an album, but, you know, trying to live life at the same time. And we're expecting twins here in the next uh, week or so. Ah, congratulations, man. It's going to be fun. And busy. And busy, yes. <laughs> so you better finish the album in a week before the twins are born, okay? I know. I'll have it done tomorrow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll just write, you know, four more songs tomorrow. Piece of cake. <laughs> so now you are working on the new album. Do you uh, have a title for it? Uh, right now it's called World Inside Out. Okay. And, uh, you know, that, that might stick or it might not. It just depends. Now how many tracks do you have finished for it? Uh, right now there's six tracks that are, well, there's five that are finished. And there's six, seven tracks that are written, waiting for vocals. And uh, there's a couple more ideas in my head uh, that need to get out and onto the computer. But. 
it. So you got some vocalist openings, huh? I have some vocalist openings if anybody's interested. I'll, I'll drive over uh, tomorrow and, you know, <laughs> I'll lay down some tracks for you, you know. <laughs> yeah, it'll sound good, Pete. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you are. <laughs> now, the two tracks you sent me sounded so fantastic, and we're going to be featuring one of those in part two of our show today. Um, any different takes on the new album? Is there a different direction you're headed in, or what are you trying to do with this one? You know, on this one, uh, actually, I'm just trying to keep it moving. And, you know, uh, part of the problem is when you, when you take a long time to do an album, you have to worry about continuity. You know, where you started isn't quite where you finish all the time like beautiful things I wrote in a year's time you know with a couple scragglers you know six months here six months there right. before after that but it's easy to keep continuity and but when you stretch it out you know two three years uh you start to lose some of what you started feeling in the beginning so I'm having one of those internal fights trying to make sure that it all matches, you know. Right. And it doesn't turn out to be like a smorgasbord of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Any other projects besides a new album on the horizon? I've been consumed with uh, doing a lot of movie soundtracks and composing. Nice. A lot of independent film here in New Mexico right now. Very cool. And I did hear a rumor, and you can deny this or not, but uh, that you will be collaborating with Corey Carruthers. This is true. She clamped her mouth shut on me. Wouldn't tell me, you know, crap. So she wouldn't tell you anything. <laughs> no, well, that's good. That's, <laughs> yeah, no, we are we are working on some stuff right now. Now, did she did she approach you or? I think we just started talking on Facebook, and then she sent me a, a track that she had been working on. I sent her one of the tracks I had been working on, and uh, you know, right now it's just going to be one of those things, kind of see how it goes. The funny thing about that is, uh, you know, I'm working outside of my comfort zone. Really? Yeah, um, because you know. Corey writes a lot differently than I do. Some of her stuff is is more orchestrated than what I would do. Her her musical palette for instruments is different than what I would use. So I'm trying to uh, you know meet somewhere in the middle, but I'm actually trying to stretch my uh, my brain and 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 makes other things happen. You know get outside of the comfort zone. I think that's a good place to be. That's an awesome thing. Yeah. You just expand your talents and, and become a, a better musician for it, I think. Yeah. Not that I would know because I, you know, don't play instruments or compose, but... <laughs> That's okay. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to the new album, Jeff. And uh, please keep me up to date. Obviously, as we get closer and, and things uh, start coming together on it, uh, I'd like to have you back on the show. and We'll uh, do a full interview and uh, get our listeners uh, updated on it. Okay. That sounds excellent. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, Pete. Take care. Gang, Ron now with vocalist and composer Priscilla Hernandez, live in Barcelona. Welcome back to the show, Pris. Yeah, I missed you. You took quite a while to contact me again. <laughs> yeah, well, I was too busy drinking coffee, so it kind of took a while for me to call you back. I'm taking coffee, <laughs> by the way. Uh, it seems that all conversations are about coffee. <laughs> and what's wrong with that? Coffee is my, my lifeblood. It's how I survive and do what I do. I, I, I can't imagine... Never mind. All right, so let's update everybody on what you've been up to lately. Now, I'm hearing bits and pieces about a new album coming soon from your general direction. Can you give us more details? Yeah, well, the new album is called Beyond the Living, and um, it is, in fact, a little bit darker than the first one. It is maybe a little bit more conceptual work, because um, all the songs are linked with each other, and they are connected with the um, same topic, which is uh, Beyond the Living, which is a world that lives in the corner of, of our eyes. It is not dealing with fairies across this time, but all the creepier things, you know, like like the voice of the wind or the silence or things that seem to be alive but are not living. Cool. And um, it's been quite a long time of the making because it's been four years since I released Strange and Shadows and everybody was just like asking, where's the new album? You know, I'm going, uh, and I was always telling them I'm going at my pace because for an independent artist, unfortunately, it doesn't go at at the rate that we want, but at the rate that we can. So we are very lagged behind the phones that we need, but we've managed to record now 11 of the 14 songs, which is quite a lot. So I think by the end of the year, we, we have it ready to go. We've been performing many of the new songs in our live concert. So some of the listeners already know that it really <laughs> is new stuff on the way because they've listened to it live, but it is not available on the internet. You did some beautiful artwork on Ancient Shadows. Can we expect the same on the Underliving? Regarding the artwork, I do confess it is a part 
part that I really need to sit down and make. Definitely will help my photographies and my, my drawings, for sure. Now, you're working with uh, Fame Magazine. I'm seeing you on a bunch of magazine covers these days. Yeah, we, we, we were in the Free Fairy Wishes Festival in June, and we also made a fairy ball in London, and they were both organized by Karen Kay, which is the organizer, also the director of Fame Magazine. And the garment was made by El Costurero Real, which is one of my friends here in Barcelona. She's a designer for props for movies and theaters, and she makes just like medieval Renaissance kind of costumes. Actually, it made me feel like a supermodel ex- exclusive photo shoot. It's just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I could keep the dress, so why should I complain? It's really a beautiful dress, so I'm really happy with the result. I think they were really lovely picture. Speaking of costumes, it looks like you've got a partner website for those two. I have two. One is not live yet. I have you know, fantasycostume.com. Do you know that my performances live are a little bit scary, fantasy, you know, with garments and wings and sparkle and a little bit freak style. So it, it went right and it's having really a nice amount of traffic I would like to run for myself. <laughs> but it's really curious. And I'm making another another website which is launching in November which is uh, about cool music instruments and about word instruments because it's odd but we've got some endorses for the underliving and all these endorses of instruments happening from the small crafter that really made their instrument and sent it all the way to Spain so we could learn to play it. So I wanted to make a website not only mention my, my upcoming city that I'm playing their instrument but I wanted to make and set up a website to thank them too and it's going to be a blog about uh, music instruments or language play or poor things just like waterforms and glass harmonicas and that kind of stuff and also to thank my friends just like Rowan Airwindle singer and Gary Henkel from Cantalet.com they sent me beautiful Cantalet which is a Finnish instrument and Koshi Chimes that sent me really beautiful chimes too and all of the instruments have been put on my on my new album and the double Karina the Charlie Hand sent to me. Awesome. I can't wait to hear some of those instruments on the new album. Yeah, it's it's really cool. It's of course a little bit electronic as well, but it, it's having a lot of real sounds as well. It is not acoustic because I'm not an acoustic person. I'm mostly on keyboards on synthesizers. So now I'm playing, you know, from Chalumo and Clarinet to Cantle, Hamid Dossimer, Lapsimer. I, I really love track of all the things that I have played badly. <laughs> I'm aware that it's maybe a strange album, but I felt it that way. And oh, my, my brother is a very big fan of drums, up-tempo music, and is always pushing me, when are you making an up-tempo song? And, and I said, you know, this is the stuff that you have to do. And it was just like, it's our choice, you know, what we, what we feel in the spirit and we want to share. Uh, hopefully there are some people out there that really grab the message. And for those few people that really send you an email and tell you okay this is really deep it's really worth a try well yeah you have to create something that you're happy with i mean inevitably i think the listeners enjoy that a lot more than something made for commercial purposes yeah pris thanks so much for taking the time to fill us in on your latest stuff and folks don't forget priscilla's website is yidneth.com that's y-i-d-n-e-t-h.com where you can find all the latest updates on her new release the Underliving, and you can also pick up her first album Ancient Shadows. I want to say to people, if you buy the first album, you help me to make the second album. If you have the first album and you buy it for another person, you promote me and also help me to make the second album. Please support the artists, folks. When you buy music, instead of expecting to get it for free, like a lot of these cheap bastards these days who pirate it, you enable the musicians to continue doing what they do the best, bringing us music. If you do support my work, it really does help because I'm really small and for me it makes makes really a difference if you actually are giving that money and be sure that that money is going for the music because what I earn from my music it goes to my music. Thanks again Priscilla. All my best for your upcoming album and we will definitely talk with you again when it's released, okay? Yeah, sure. And next time you come here for the coffee. Oh, I'm there, baby. Just tell your boyfriend not to be jealous. I'm just there for coffee. And maybe a little bit of sugar. Jason 
Vec, ladies and gentlemen. Jace, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Pete. It's great to be on. Well, you know, after the problems we had hooking up, it's nice to hear <laughs> your voice for real. <laughs> you know, I tell you, I never thought I would forget my own phone number, but my only excuse is, is that you know, I've only had that phone put in for two days, so file it under S for savant. <laughs> I promise you, however, that I am much better at music than I am at remembering numbers. Nice. See, with music, I only have to count to four. One, two, three, four. Exactly. <laughs> now, Jace, you're on the East Coast, right? Yes, I am, down in South Florida. It has been beautiful living down here, Pete. The South Florida climate is very conducive to just hearing music everywhere you go if you're not walking on the beach you know there's there's beautiful nature preserves down here and uh, there's still undiscovered countries down here for me i have not been to the everglades yet and i'm looking forward to taking a walk through there and seeing what kind of interesting sounds i can hear very cool well, you come up with music uh, you know from everywhere so let's start talking about that you've got a couple of latest projects that i want you to update our listeners on why don't you talk about your uh, most recent cd called unearthed yeah sure unearthed is the most recent uh, collection of music that i've released on album cd and or digital download and uh, it is a collection of pieces of music that uh, range from romantic to quite intense. And when I say romantic, I mean, you know, uh, the the term romantic music is kind of like a throwback to the classical kind of romantic sound with a big sweeping epic theme and the orchestration that goes behind it. And the music goes into zones where we have a few tracks that are just very plaintive soft-spoken melodies that, uh, you know, just kind of catch the ear. It's a don't blink or you'll miss it kind of thing. It's one of those special little special little musical moments we come up with. And then, uh, to cap it off, we have a couple of pieces on there that are quite quite epic sounding. They're big cinematic scores of, of music that uh, kind of inspire images. One in particular is a piece called Gaia, which is a piece about the energy of the earth. You're going to hear when you listen to that piece, it starts out with a very simple rhythmic piano line that slowly infuses with with orchestration as it builds over and over again and then it reaches a climactic point and then we hear Native American voices and instrumentation come in over top of it with with the natural sounds of thunder and that kind of stuff so it's a real intense experience when I do work on an album I'm always careful that I want to present nine to however many pieces of individual music that are separate ideas you know these are these are things that no two exactly sound the same and uh, I think we've accomplished that with this album there's there's a nice variety of sound on there oh definitely I would agree the other thing I noticed as you're describing the tracks here that you're, you're kind of describing them in, in the way that you put together a recipe well you know I think you know uh, we talk about these kinds of things online all the time between us artists who all know each other out there and sometimes the fans get involved and throw their two cents in which is a beautiful uh, beautiful energy I love that about the whole about the whole social networking with the music but one of the things we talk about is, you know, on one hat, you, you wear the composer's hat. And then on the other hat, you wear the producer's hat. And these are separate things. You're the artist, you're the composer, you're the producer. And with all the technology that we have at our fingertips to create music with, it kind of really has centered down to, you know, one person doing a lot of things. And I think these are all skills that develop. You know, this this is my fourth album release, and I've got another one coming, too. Nice. And, uh, yeah, this, this next one, if you don't mind me telling you about that. Sure. This next album I have coming, I think, is a crowning achievement of my work so far. And we've heard this term classical crossover music being uh, tossed around quite a lot lately. And, you know, what, what the hell is classical crossover? Well, it's a lot of different things. And, you know, in a nutshell, Pete, it's a, you hear a lot of people taking classical music and adding modern instrumentation to it. And then you hear some people taking modern music and adding a classical approach to it, you know, throwing in, you know, hard-hitting arpeggiated string lines and all this kind of stuff. And it's all cool. And then there's a third direction, and that's the direction I'm trying to go in. You know, we'll see if I, we'll see how close my dart hits the bullseye, is that I'm trying to take the elements of the old and the new and create yet a third direction something new i want to i'm creating new melodies new themes that are are designed to stand alone and i i always reach for originality in my work at the end of the day pete the best thing somebody could say to me is that sounds like chase beck you know and that's that's what i'm kind of going for here is, is a new bold sound so and i think we've done it the new album is called Karamaya. Karamaya. Yes, it is a dedication to the love of my life. So I am excited about getting this album out there and seeing what kind of response I get from folks. Oh, that sounds amazing. Do you have a release date set for it yet? You know, Pete, that's, 
interesting you should ask. I had a tentative release date set of October 21, but there's a couple of pieces that I'm working on and I'm considering adding some more elements to. So I'm really on the border. I'm going to make a decision over the next five days here. I have a couple of production things going on here. And based upon that outcome, it's either going to be October or it could be a month or two after that. So I'm going to I'm going to contact everyone and let them know an official release date. Awesome. Well, you keep me uh, posted on that. And uh, when you do release it, I want to get you back on the show and we'll talk all about it. Oh, that'd be great, Pete. I love your show. I love what you're doing out there. Well, thank you. And I like yours, too. You've got a podcast as well, actually, where you do some artist interviews. Have you been uh, working on that lately? Yeah, I haven't done one for a while. It's The show's called J-Spec Live. And, uh, you know, what do we do? We just talk about music. You know, and it's a chance for my fans to get involved and call in and talk about what they think when they hear the music or ideas that they have and share inspirations and that kind of stuff. And then, of course, we always try to time to time have a really cool guest artist on there and get into their music, too, and see what makes them tick. You know, I always say you can have 200 different artists and you're going to have 200 different stories about the way that music's made. Exactly. There's going to be similarities, there's going to be parallels, and there's going to be some contrasts. But stylistically, overall, it's amazing how, you know, it's like a thumbprint, the human mind, you know, of, of the artist to see how it works. Right. No two stories are exactly the same. Your show is on Blog Talk Radio? Yeah, Blog Talk Radio, and there's there's actually a whole group of shows available on there. If you look, if you just look, go to blogtalkradio.com and uh, type Jason back into the search field, J-A-C-E-B is in Victor E-K, and you will find the shows. There are several on there that have already been recorded, and they're available for uh, listening pleasure. We have Jennifer Southworth Thomas on there. We have Corey Lene Carruthers, Jeff Foster, David Neveu. A lot of great artists out there that I'm sure a lot of your listeners are, are big fans of. Absolutely. I, I've listened to a few of the shows, and I love the way we've got artists talking to artists there. It's just a different perspective. And I also like the interactivity where people can call in and, and uh, talk with you. So be sure to listen to that, folks. Blog Talk Radio, Jace Vec. Also, you're on Jace vec.com yes i am that's and it. uh they can grab that brand new cd unearthed the lost songs of jace vec love the cover by the way too you know it's funny uh, how that one came about uh, my fiance caramaya is a very artistic person and uh, we started talking about that title and of course the title just gripped her right off the start and she said you know she said uh, there's a lot of different meanings that can be taken about that the the, t- the cover is a picture of my hands that are really just covered with gardening kind of earth you know i was reaching down and doing some planting and stuff and we started snapping some pictures and things and it was really really cool out there dot well thanks so much for being here jace uh folks remember it's jacevec.com pick up that unearthed cd and watch for the new one coming real soon jace i appreciate you being here man it's always a pleasure pete and i'm looking forward to our next great conversation and thank you to all your wonderful listeners out there and supporters of the music that we love to make without you we could not be so thank you everyone What? You guys are back already? Well, that was a fast 45 minutes. I'm hanging out this morning here at the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta, one of the most amazing events in the world. Hundreds of balloons all around me. Pilots and crews inflating their balloons. In fact, these guys behind me are using their gas burner to inflate and fill their balloon full of hot air. Kind of like the hot air I expel during these podcasts. What a coincidence. (laughs) Hey, don't agree with me. Oh, and if you do come to the Fiesta, you gotta check out all the incredible food that's out here. I just finished up a small bag of mini donuts, and I'll probably go back for the little paper cone filled with cinnamon rolls, and of course, more coffee! Thanks for that! Over 800,000 people expected to attend during this week of Balloon Fiesta here in the ABQ. Hope you can make it out here sometime if you haven't already. And if you want to see what it's all about, check out the photos and video and all the information at BalloonFiesta.com. All right, listen, I hope you enjoyed all these incredible interviews today. We got to catch up with a bunch of cool artists who you hear every day on Radio Mystic and in our podcasts. And don't forget, it ain't over yet. Be sure to download part two of the show, chock full of music from all the musicians you heard from today, and minimal blabber from me, which in itself is a big reason to listen to part two. So take a short break, refill that coffee mug, grab a bite to eat, then come back for part two of Escapes 43. Right, I'm going to grab some more food over at Restaurant Row here at the Balloon Fiesta. Let's meet back here in just a minute, okay? Escapes. Escapes.